been playing that Ghost of Tsushima a lot. Did you learn Master Splinter's secret move? Not yet. I'm still. I'm not. A, I haven't mastered the game yet. Oh, okay. But um, you know how in Red Dead Redemption, you really got to like watch out for your horse because if it dies, it dies. You're set back financially. You feel fucking awful and terrible that your your trusted horse died because of this. You know, you have to spend all that time fast traveling with it and shit. Yeah, the depression kicks in. Yeah, seriously. But in this game, it's like the opposite. I treat this horse like Yoshi. I'll like make it jump off of a cliff, and then be- right before the horse hits the ground, I jump off of its back, <laughs> and then it's fine. And then I like run away and call the horse again. He's fine. Yeah, this horse is very forgiving. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. This horse doesn't give a shit. I can't believe that. Well, the, I don't know how far you got in the game, but you know the one horse dies, so now there's another horse. But I treat treated them both like Yoshi. I, I really enjoy it. And uh, one time I was riding around, my my brother was watching me play, and I'm like riding around, like following somebody, and then these deer just happen to be running next to me. So I just like slice the deer open for no reason. <laughs> my brother thinks I'm fucking sick, but it, you know it, was, it shouldn't have been riding near me. Yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah, that game's really good though. I, I enjoy that game so much. Have you beaten it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I learned I learned the Master Splinter move already. I'm done. Nice, nice. Piggybacking enemies and shit. Fuck yeah, dude. Like there's yeah. no tomorrow. Yeah, I enjoy that game a lot. I like to uh go around and sneak up on everybody and kill everybody in the fort with honor like a samurai. It's awesome. Oh, that's the only way. Behind. That's the only way I kill anyone. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. so much <laughs> easier. It is. <laughs> Fuck like my he's uncle. bitching and crying about how it's so like shitty. Yeah. There's no honor in it. I'm like, go fuck yourself. This is how we get things done here. Yeah, fuck you, Uncle Shimura. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna just walk into explosives and die immediately. Fucking asshole. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. That game is great. I also got that Mario All Star game. Speaking of Yoshi. I got two copies, one to play and then one to sell for a way a lot. Yeah. You followed Ralph's advice? Yeah. It's like just, you know, I figure I can sell the second one and then it covers the cost of the first one. Yeah, I should just buy a shitload of them and sell them later. Yeah. Yeah. You only have until March. Uh, Yeah. I got to buy as many as I can until March. Every every payday. Yeah. Just buy another copy. Stockpile all of them. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Went to bottles too, so. Oh, nice, oh, man! Classing it up this episode. Yeah. What what is this here? This is a breakfast beer. Yeah, I think it's just breakfast beer. All beers are breakfast beers, oh, technically. Oatmeal stout brewed with coffee. McKellar is what it's called. I've had that one. That's good. They had like a pumpkin stout over there too, um, so I tried that. That one was pretty, pretty all right. But all these beers I got were str- are strong as fuck, so. It's nice. I don't care for pumpkin. I love pumpkin. Dude, I got pumpkin spice cereal and shit. They have pumpkin spice cereal now. I was surprised about that. Like, I I haven't been here for Halloween since, like, 2012. So there's been some major advances in the pumpkin spice situation, the, the fall seasonal items. I'm impressed. Or no, 2011, actually. I wasn't here for 2012 Halloween either. Yeah, it's been like almost 10 years. And Jesus. A lot has changed, man. I, yeah, I just haven't been here in the fall. It's weird. What's up with you? Anything new? Um. So I played that, uh, oh, what the fuck was it called? Man-eater game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> not nearly as fun as that Unicorn Princess one. Damn it. Like, it had a great concept. Like, I love the idea behind it. You're this, uh, well, it starts off with like a prologue chapter where you're this uh, mother shark who's pregnant and you have to like murder a bunch of people just enjoying a summer's day at the ocean. And then at the very end, they call in basically each level, the more people you murder, Mm -hmm. like you get a higher and higher, like uh, uh, awareness or whatever it is. Kind of like in red dead too. Okay. You just shoot the shit out of everyone in town until like there's a bounty on your head. It's that exact same concept. So you just keep murdering people and eventually they start calling in these like special mini boss guys who are like expert fishermen or some dumb shit. Yeah. And so then you just have to like boat wreck them and then eat all of them as they're like 
struggling to swim to safety while shooting you. So you keep doing that, and then like at the end of the prologue, you call in this one awesome like giant lumberjack looking dude, and um, he's he cuts your head off, but you bite his arm off, or no, he cuts your head off, and you give birth to like a, a baby shark right before that happens. The oh. baby shark bites his hand off, and he swears revenge against the baby shark, and then you start playing as the baby shark, and you have to like eat fish and turtles and people. And you keep leveling up more and more and get stronger and fucking more crazy strength. And then, uh, like the, I just hated the controls on this one because it's so, like, it keeps telling you, like, during the tutorial level, there's an entire chapter where you have to do, like, three of each move. And one of them is you have to, like, skim the surface and, like, perfectly time a little, like, charge attack and, uh, bite your opponent or whatever the target is. But it is so difficult to judge the depth perception on like where you are in Whoa. comparison to the uh, other fucking things in the water. So uh, that camera, the camera angles are the worst. Though I, I couldn't keep playing it; it was just oh, giving me headaches. I I really like the story of it. That sounds awesome. Yeah, dude. It like it could be That's so much fucking fun if it wasn't for that fucking camera angle. Yeah. Shit. Damn. Oh man, and another thing about Ghost of Tsushima. I love that mission where you learn to um, cut off the leader's head, scare the shit out of the rest of the Mongols, and then and then at the same time you like unlock that uh, you know super samurai mode or whatever, where he just like threateningly holds his sword up and like just chops people up one hit kills. It's awesome. Man. Oh, that's yeah. That mission was fucking great. That was that was a great mission. I'm like, yeah. Oh shit, this is awesome. <laughs> There's like way too much awesome shit happening in one mission. That was great. Fuck, man, I love that game. It's good. So, uh, the 26th was supposed to be some, like, big Last of Us 2 announcement. Like, there was an article I saw where they were saying it's supposed to be the day that they, like, launched the online player. Is that what happened? I haven't... I heard something about that. I don't think it did happen, though. I didn't hear anything about it. Oh. Okay. I feel like I would, because, like, I follow some subreddits that just do nothing but hate on that game. It's funny. So I figure I would hear about that if it did happen. I ended up just keeping it from Gamefly. Really? Because I had uh I had another one of those coupon things that were like expiring soon, so I was just like, all right. Nice. You're a proud owner of Last of Us Two. Now I have no rush to finish it ever. Well, yeah. Except for the awesome gameplay and thrilling time. Yeah, that fucking multiplayer is gonna be awesome. Yeah, can't wait. That was the one part of the first game I played. Nice. It's like your standard, every fucking god-awful shooter game since Xbox original, like Halo, where it's just like four versus four, like, hey, team domination, or like Capture the Hill bullshit. It's so fucking lame. Yeah, it sounds lame. Can't wait to play it as Abby, though. Space Boy. Oh, yeah. Hulk Ripping motherfuckers' heads heads off. off. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. You ready to get this gold train on the tracks? Oh, fuck. Fuck yeah. Stomp. Hold on, shit. Stomp. Fuck. Stomp. Stomp. Fuck, that's so quiet. All right, all right. All right, all right. I'll try that one more time. Are you ready to get this gold train on the tracks? Stomp. Welcome to Giraffes at Black Tongues Comics. I'm Dave. And I'm Donnie. Alright, today we're going to talk about Gold Train, and uh, we're going to talk about Fantastic Four, 1, 2, 3, 4, Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends, In Space, the last episode, and uh, Season 2, Episode 6 of The Boys. Speaking of trains, I'm I'm pretty excited to talk about this Gold Train book. Uh, this is a great pick, Dave. I'm really happy with uh, this pick. This is amazing. <laughs> I can, I'm going to guess you say that because of how retardedly like short and easy it was. Yeah. Well that, and, um, the grammar Hitler in me, I, I've well, taken a lot okay. of screenshots. I, I knew that too. Yeah. I knew that too. I, I marked all those as well, but I mean, I did re I do remember mentioning like, like when I was reading the review, it's a Polish comic book. So yeah. like 
but I'm still shocked that whoever translated for these this publication didn't do dick about like double checking a thing. Yeah. Like <laughs> so it's like, just Google Translate. It's fucking awful. The thing I want us to call this episode is tit me, which there's oh, one yeah. <laughs> sentence where they're like they're talking about time, but they spell it T I T M E for some reason. <laughs> and there's me. a second instance of that where they just randomly add letter. I think it's in a, a that or a then it's like T H A M N E or something like that. Like yeah. it's so fucking dumb. Oh god. I, I, I took I don't know why I took all these screen but I took screenshots every time I saw one. I don't know if I should read all these, but uh, there, there's one that I like. They, yeah. they keep saying time is illusion instead of time is an illusion. They say it's just time is illusion. They do that one over and over and over again. You should remember about locking that door, lazy girl. <laughs> remember yeah. about yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> uh, what else here? Uh, so, so this one, it's like, you made me ruin half of my living room. What's the hurry for? Did you breathe in too much oxygen outside? No, that's a common expression. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Did you breathe in too much oxygen outside, dude? I, I guess I did, yeah. Yeah. People ask you that all the time when you come in and you're like, oh man, I'm so winded. Oh yeah, they have, do you believe in all that stuff? Uh, no space between in and all. I like how there's just no spaces. What the fuck? You don't need a space mark yeah, there. Yeah, I guess not. You're right. Did you screenshot, what was the, uh, shit, what was the one about Lana? Fuck. I don't know. Fuck, I, I got a uh, lot of these. on it. I actually read this one okay, a couple okay. days ago. It's not fresh. Yeah, me too. Oh yeah, that I I found that that you're talking about. It's uh, T H S T apostrophe S. Great job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's a sign outside of their grandpa's old house when they go to this abandoned house, and the sign says "Warning: Might collapse." Just like that's the sign. <laughs> I mean, hey, you got fair warning. Yeah, true. I'm going to wash my hands till the evening when I get home. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that was the one. That was the expression. Because she, like, steps into a cobweb. Yeah. And she says that. What the fuck? This is I'm going to start using that all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wash my hands till the evening because I stepped on this cobweb. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, yeah. I like that. Make that one the title. Yeah, that's not, all these, me. All these are good. I, I like tit me a lot. As you can see, my parents don't care about this house or anything or me. Just that's just weirdly written. <laughs> I mean, fuck? Sammy's just really piling it on there. I know, seriously. Oh, this is a good one. I'm grateful. I'll return it. It's a guest chin of time <laughs> instead of question. They spell question with a G. What the fuck the hell is this? <laughs> oh man, there's oh fuck. There's one more where he's like. Towards the end, before he goes on the trip to whatever this other city is, he says, all that money I already owe you will be paid back at some point. I just need to borrow a lot more or something. I forget what it is exactly. Um, That one made me laugh. I can't remember what it was. I I think I might have that. I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, There's another one. They spelled words with two W's. So it's just, he's just leaving typos in there. That's crazy. And then uh, on that same panel, I really like this sentence. And what are you expecting? A degree in linguistics? They said that it's like you shouldn't be mentioning linguistics in this comic book. Yeah, of of all the like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, calling the pot kettle black or whatever the fuck. I don't know the expression. That's it. The, oh, this one is weird. Um, so they're walking through this house and like, there's a I, I don't know what's going on. This this art was terrible, but it says uh their voice is a recording. I heard them because a piece of the floor had to be turn on this device when my foot fell into the boards. I don't understand what the fuck that sentence is, but I, I think she's trying to say she stepped on a board and there was a recording device and that's where they're hearing the ghosts or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> what I, I think hell? it's she somehow triggered to turn the, the hologram yeah. on when she tripped in the floor, yeah. Right. I told you, Ghost of Time is something more than just online video channel. So just miss, missing an article. Oh, what? and uh, you should say an online video channel, not just no. only. Well, okay, sorry. You're being too picky there. And then they find like a robot and uh, the character finds like, oh, the robot's just uh, copying what I do. But what he says is he repeats my movement. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's what it did. Um, it's a projector. Yeah. 
A motion-censored projector. Yeah. Like some motion capture live, is what they called it. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Let's run away. I won't stay here for ages. So that's a weird way to say that. Let's see. Oh, here's the money thing. Before I give all the money back, I'll need to take from you some more to buy a ticket to (laughs) some Polish city. Yeah, 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 that's pretty good. Good. Uh, I I really want you to try that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck that. I don't know what it says. <laughs> oh man. Okay. I think I'm almost through all these. Okay, that's it. That's wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Okay, that's it. All right. The liner Schwitzer. Something. In- Who knows? Long and weird like that. Yeah. Anyway, I really enjoyed all the shitty English in this book. This is really amusing. This was written just this year in 2020, and they're just kind of casually well, it's still wearing. Going, yeah, yeah. It's like, it, well, sure. The characters are casually wearing a mask outside, which uh, that part I found interesting. So they're kind of like, I guess it's, it takes it's place. It's not America, in, Donnie. It's Poland, you know, where it's it's a safe country. Yeah, it's there. way better in everywhere. Right it's now. not like this shit. Oh, mm-hmm. come on. I think that's the first time I've seen that in a piece of media. You know, safety. Well, the mask thing specifically, like that hasn't really popped oh. up. Like when I watch TV, I'm like, oh man, I'm like yearning for the days where you could just go out. You don't have to worry about wearing a thing on your face, you know? But this is the first time where it's like outside, they have those fucking masks on. They're, they're doing it. I just thought that was interesting. Oh yeah. And you said, and we should talk about what this is. Gold Train is about uh, two kids looking for some sort of lost Nazi train. Uh, the English is really bad. So um, it, I don't really know. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, it's one kid's grandpa and his roommate or his friend. Yeah, we moved in with, and they're just like they go to his old house from when his grandpa took care of him or some shit, and they're looking around for all these clues about where to find it, and they find when they're dicking around with a hologram robot, they find a envelope called Gold Train, and he looks at it, but it's empty. So they decide they have to go to whatever that fucking weird city was called. Yeah. And then at the very end of the third book, the grandpa... All right, so these two older guys are in these uh, Ghost of Time masks, which look like these really cool like Star Wars bounty hunter characters. Like, the masks were probably the coolest part of this yeah. book. But uh, at the very end of the third book, the grandpa like lifts up his mask and reveals he's one of the Ghosts of Time. Oh, shit. So they're trying to find him or some shit. The ghost. And, f- and for some reason, the entire first issue... It just kept listing stomp, stomp, Yeah, like every stomp. step they take. I was, that's where I was like, going. I don't know why. That was so annoying. So, yeah, that's the other thing about shitty English. It's like, oh, stomp, that's like an onomatopoeia, right? I'll put that in this book. Like, No, it's not. It's just There was, there was stomp, another stomp. instance where, like, in the last last book we read last week, where there was the alarm sounds. I think yeah. that was in the Sex Criminals book. It was. Where they did something like that in this one, too, and I liked that. Yeah, it was, it was a robot move music or, or robot like putting together music or something. Shoot. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't remember transformation sounds or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which we all, we're all familiar with. It's like, I, yeah, I know that sound. I saw that Transformers yeah. movie. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> right. He got the point across there. Yeah, I did like that stomp, stomp. Like everyone's just stomp, stomping around in that first issue. <laughs> Downstairs neighbors are not a thing in Poland, no, apparently. No. Oh, and the main character, Sammy, he wears mismatched shoes like a fucking serial killer. Like, I don't know what the fuck he's, his deal is. Match your shoes. He wants to be a dancer. Dancers wear ma- the same shoes because they need the balance. So that maybe that's why his dance school is doing so fucking poorly. Fucking idiot. Yeah. Falling all over the place. Maybe he can't decide what area of dance he wants to specialize in so like he wears a ballet shoe and a uh, jazz tap shoe yeah just in case it's always the conundrum we've all faced before i mean yeah you don't know which kind of uh dance you want to do yeah it's a story as old as time yeah it is the last note i had was that uh the art looks very shitty all the characters faces look like a picasso painting it's just it's just all Nothing is um, symmetrical. It, it it looks like shit. I, I didn't really like the art. Yeah, there wasn't. Other than like pointing out like all the insane translations, there's really nothing much to the story nope. to like <laughs> talk about. It's super quick. It is super easy read. I mean, 
I can't wait till the train really starts to come into play. There wasn't nearly enough yeah. train in this for me. I was just going to say the same thing. I, I needed more train. In a book called Gold Train, I expected there to be a train by the third issue. Come on. We should be on that train already. All right. Well, yeah, that's all I have to say about this. I mean, I guess I'd recommend it. It's very bizarre. Highly recommend. Yeah. Read it. Fuck it. Why not? There- stomp. Yeah. Stomp, stomp. Um, so we'll have to uh, stomp over to Fantastic Four because there are no reviews. I was not surprised to find no reviews. So um, this is the very I first mean, one. Did you check Polish Amazon.com? You know, I... Uh, did you translate those? I couldn't even find the book on Amazon to begin with. Well, you're, you're searching American Amazon. Yeah. you got to try for like Polish base. I'll try it next time we read from this amazing author. Speaking of Stomp Stomp, the thing probably stomps around a lot with the big rock body of his, right? That's a good transition. Whiny little pouting bitch ass. No, he's going to stomp around like a badass that he is. Fantastic Four. One, two, three, four. What'd you think? I loved it. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. So, I was still just... In the description, it says, it's a single book about each individual member of the Fantastic Four. So, I was yeah. thinking they were all going to be like off on their own like adventure. But it's all a tied-in story. Like, uh, they all overlap, which fucking, fuck that. So it's just a regular story. you're telling me it's an individual story about each character, that's what I want, goddammit. Yeah. I don't want Johnny Storm appearing in the Thing book. Yeah, I agree. That's what I thought it was, too. So, they lied to us. It's it's not about the four members of the Fantastic Four each going on their own individual thing at all. It's just about Doctor Doom counting to four. This is bullshit. I don't even know why he was counting that's, to four. That's like the big intro of each book. <laughs> yeah. is Doctor Doom learning to count. Yeah. What are you? What are you even counting for? I don't. I didn't even get what why he was counting that. The the greatest <laughs> evil genius mind in the entire Marvel universe, just dicking around counting to four. Yeah. Yeah. The big the big draw for each issue, the big artistic thing they did. There are four issues, and in each issue, Doctor Doom says the next number in consecutive order, one to four. It's really, really smart stuff that they're doing there. Cutting edge. Yeah, I've never heard it. I've never seen this done before in any comic. Yeah. Numbering them, that's it's crazy. It's not like they do that on the pages. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I like the title of the first issue, though, that Once Upon a Time in on Yancey Street. That was pretty good. Yeah, uh, Hello from Yancey Street is not nearly as good as Greetings from Yancey Street or whatever the fuck that one was he was trying to get over. Oh, uh, Yancey Street, hello. Oh, uh, Yancey Street, hello. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one. But the thing does respond to um, someone was insulting him because he's a thing. He gets insulted in every book. And he just said, your mother. That was a good comeback. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's cool. <laughs> I like that he's about to fight cops. I wish he would have like yeah. actually gone ahead and just murdered them all. It's like, hey, fuck the police. Yeah, I'm the goddamn thing. I'm an abomination of mankind. Yeah. The only good cop is a dead cop. That's true. These cops, like, showing no respect to the thing, like, saving the world from supervillains. They're fucking pissing all over his shit. Yeah. Like, fuck them. Murder them. You're the thing, for fuck's sake. Stop being a waste of space. Do something cool for once. Yeah, kill cops. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the thing was cool. Uh, when the th- So the thing, like, turns back into a human, and then when he turned yeah, back into like the Dr. rock Doom guy- tricks him or something? Yeah, right. But when he turned back into rocks, like the thing in the last issue, I really liked that picture of him like flexing, like like showing his muscles, like flexing his biceps at the camera. It's really good. That's some good art artwork right there. I really liked when he turned into a human and he's like trying to convince everyone that he's Ben Graham, but yeah. no one's believing him because he's a normal looking guy and not an abomination. Yeah. And he runs into the street like without looking and he gets hit by a car and I was hoping he just died instantly <laughs> right then and there. Yeah. Instead, he's just like concussed and has like a broken arm or some shit. No, his arm is gone. They had, to, they had to amputate his arm from that car accident. That shit was oh, serious. Well. He still survived. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you got that's why he got the Doom arm. Or no, wait, that happened before he went there. Um, I don't remember. He somehow had a Doom robot arm when he first went to meet Doom to get turned oh, into right. a human. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then the arm was gone. That was weird. Before, after that. Yeah, you're right. What the fuck? That is weird. Oh, well. But more importantly, I just wish he died. Nope. The thing will never die. He'll always be here to get shit on. 
great. He was so overly sensitive about it all in this issue too. Oh, yeah. Like normally, normally I'll just like shrug it off and not fucking care, or he'll cry to little kids about how they're mean to him. But in this one, he's just like shitting all over like Sue and uh, Johnny about how no one pays attention to him because it's the fucking thing. He's gross. Boo-hoo. Feel sorry for me. Fuck you, the thing. I mean, there's worse things to be than a rock guy. I can't think of any. Like human Ben Grimm. Yeah. Like human Ben Grimm. Yeah, he could be a one-armed asshole. I used to play quarterback in high school and college. I was in the war. Fuck off. Move on. Just tell the blind girl you love her get over with. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, you can be like Rocky Dennis. Come on. Even you're made yeah. you're made of rocks. I thought, I thought Johnny Storm was gonna fuck his girl when they were uh, trapped in the Mole Man's dungeon. Oh yeah. <laughs> Johnny Storm was giving off some serious like big dick vibes there. I thought he was gonna dick her down for sure. Oh yeah, the whole time he was like and his his hair is just like on fire now. Like his hair just yeah, has that was weird. flames keep coming out of it, like, even when his flame is off. It's like, damn, he's like too like cool. Like he's on a date with some girl, and she's like, "I think you just gave me third degree burns." Like that's serious. And he, just, he just ignores her. Like that's a serious fucking pain. Like yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. He's like, he buys her silence with a car. He's just like, she's like, "You're too cool, Johnny Storm." He's like, "I ah, know, you're too cool." Walks away with his flames coming out of his head. It's awesome. He's the cat's meow. He really is. So is Namor. Sue is banging yeah, Namor, Namor in this too. It's awesome. I was never super into Namor until like whenever the Avengers vs. X-Men stuff happened like six, seven years ago now. Mm-hmm. And they just randomly for no reason whatsoever made him an X-Man and decided he's a mutant and that's why he's Atlantean or some dumb shit. <laughs> okay. But ever since ever since then, he's just been dicking down like every single character in the history of Marvel. And he's actually kind of awesome now that I like read Namor shit. Yeah, that Speedo man makes him way better than Aquaman, for sure. Yeah, he's just got, like, the most bulging dick ever. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, like, the love sausage of, like, fish people dicks. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, so I like that. I mean, I think Aquaman needs to get a little more revealing with his costume. I think it'd do him well. Aquaman needs to divorce Mera and just start fucking every single fish person in Atlantis. Yeah, that'd be cool. Namor style. Hell yeah. Namor doesn't even give a fuck if you're married or a dude. He'll fuck you. Yeah. He's open to everything. He doesn't care. I don't remember if it's an Illuminati story, but there was one story where, like, he's meeting with Emma Frost or Jean Grey. I think it's Emma Frost. But he's, like, at the end of their little, like, secret meeting, he's like, excuse me. And there's this disgusting, like, lizard lady, and he's, like, going to fuck her. Cool. Namor gets down (laughs) with everything, man. He doesn't care. That's cool. He might have a sex addiction problem. Yeah, just like The Deep. That's awesome. Oh, shit. Yeah, The Deep is based off of Namor, maybe. I guess so, yeah. The TV version, at least. Hell yeah. Somehow Namor has like a bioelectric aura that he lets off that cancels out Sue Storm's invisibility and force fields. That was weird. I didn't know that was a thing. That was his big dick aura. And when she went, like, she's getting frustrated about how Reed doesn't give a fuck about her. And so she leaves to go to, like, hang out with the blind girl, uh, Alicia or Lisa. And they're just, like, having dinner together. And she stays invisible the entire time that she's there, which is super fucking weird. Like, wouldn't you think, like, it takes more energy to, like, make yourself invisible than just be normal Sue Storm? Wasn't there cameras, though, or something? I think they showed cameras in that. I, I oh. but I didn't read their conversation because it was too boring. I just like just, just kind of skimmed through that. I'm like, All right, you guys are there's too many double pages. I can't it take was just scroll chat. Yeah, it's about, oh, Reed doesn't care. He doesn't pay attention. He'll just take me to some forward planet. Yeah. and then tell me about how great it is. Ooh. There's too many women in this panel here <laughs> in this four person team of yeah. one female. I don't even think it passes the Bechdel test though, because I think they were just talking about Namor. So. It's still cool. I like that Namor agrees to work with Doctor Doom to kill Reed Richards just so he can start fucking Sue Storm without Sue feeling guilty about it. Like yeah. that's his whole motivation. That's that's a great motivation. <laughs> like man, what a what a master planner he is. Yeah, he's awesome. And then the Mole Man explains to him that they're both like minions of Doctor Doom now on the same level. 
And this offends Namor so much because his pride is like his main Achilles heel. So he has to drown Mole Man and fight back against Doom. Mm -hmm. And so then um, we go over to Mr. Fantastic. So all this shit's happening. And then Mr. Fantastic has just locked himself in a room and is thinking uh, like a fucking smug asshole the whole time. And then apparently this whole thing that we've been reading, it's just a game by Dr. Doom from his uh, prime mover machine that was controlling them or some such nonsense. And then Reed Richards uh, thinks them out of it because he's so good at thinking. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I feel like this whole collection of stories is just like Reed Richards fantasy, you know? This is just him like fantasizing, oh, without me, everyone's so stupid, they would fall apart. And then I come in and I think us out of reality with, and they mentioned 4D chess. What the fuck is 4D chess? I, I hear that somewhere. I understand it's probably a complicated game, but like, what is, where does that come from? What is that? Is that real? Or is that just an anime thing? I've never heard it. Oh, Is it okay. like a four-dimensional chess board? I don't, I don't know. know. I just told you everything <laughs> I know about it. I don't know. I just, I just hear people say it sometimes. I like that even in Reed Richards' uh, like brilliant yeah. fantasy, like his, his wife is still cooking mm-hmm. him with Namor. <laughs> he likes it. He enjoys it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like without, you know, with him being so smart and busy, it, it co- he's so smart that it causes her to um, be unfaithful in her marriage because it's intimidating to be with someone that smart who needs to be away for that long, you know? And then at least it's with someone like Namor, who's handsome as fuck and uh, awesome. Ripped as all shit. Yeah, that's his, that's his cuck fantasy. I mean, you could pick a worse bull than Namor. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's all I had. Did you have anything else about Fantastic Four? No. All right. So, uh, recommend it? No, not really. Yeah. If you're a big Namor fan, go for it. Yeah, Namor was great in it. I mean, if you're if you like uh sexy Atlantean guys, like, yeah, go go for it. Come guttered fish people. Oh yeah. Come gutters for days. It's great. All right, you want to hear some reviews? Sure. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. That Polish? No. Oh. Actually, in the screenshot, top reviews from the United States. All right, Damn it. this one is uh, five stars. A smart take on the beloved Fantastic Four. To be honest, I only got interested in the Fantastic Four after reading what Warren Ellis did with them in his run of Ultimate FF. This story, while having all the occult traits of Grant Morrison, also captures a lot about the humanity of the characters, especially the relationship of Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Girl. Warmly Wreck. I guess I kind of missed that whole deep dive into the characters. It seemed like the same old shit that they're always bitching about. That really didn't seem new to me. Yeah, not yeah. so much. It's like, oh, Johnny Storm, he's a he's a womanizing playboy and he's too cool. And Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Girl, oh, they're having marital troubles again. Oh, my God. The Thing is uh, self-conscious about his looks. This is all old shit. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. All right, here's another one. Three stars. Great artwork. Story could have been great. Some have said this is one of the best F4 stories of all time. I don't feel that. It was interesting, but never followed through with any of its plot points in a satisfactory manner. The artwork, however, is mag freaking nificent. Yeah, there you go. Who has said that about this story? I don't think anyone said that. I mean, I read the other reviews, too. I th- like These are all three reviews on Amazon that I brought in. Um, nobody said that. Here's the last one. This one's five stars. A must read for all FF fans. Loved it. The graphics are amazing and the story may be simple, but it was true FF. Marvel's first dysfunctional family. What is this FF shit? Fantastic Four. The fan fantastic? No, no, it's F for fantastic and uh, F for four spelled out. People are, you should use a number like F4 would make more sense, I think. I like calling them the fan fantastic because of that one awful movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's how they wrote it. Yeah, that's true. You could do that. Well, all right. So there we go. Fantastic Four. Always a pleasure. So let's go ahead and uh, move on here. I wonder if Fantastic Four ever appeared in 
Spider-Man and his amazing Johnny friends. Johnny Storm was supposed to be the sidekick, but because of copyright issues, it had to be changed to Firestar. Oh. Firestorm. That Fire makes sense. Star. Interesting. Fuck! These comic book shows! That makes sense, because, like, yeah, like, Firestar is never... I've never seen her before or since this show. So, yeah, oh, it makes sense. She was created for the show originally, but uh, they've, they've used her in the comics. She was a teacher at the X-Men school after the whole, like, Wolverine Cyclops breakup. She joined Wolverine's team. Oh, okay. She was in a bunch of the X-Men stuff then. Like, with Bobby Drake, before he comes out, when he gets the Omega powers from uh, Apocalypse, she's, like, a big key to helping him, like, fight through it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Great character. Mm-hmm. So this is called um, Save the Guard Star. And I, I, the, at first, everyone is just sitting in the park watching fireworks for some reason. And I kind of like that scene because everybody is just like staring with just like dead eyes at the fireworks with like this, that, that smile. It was very unsettling the way they were watching these fireworks. And the animation reminds me a lot of C-Lab 2021. I, I like that about this. <laughs> if only Hesh were there. I know, right? And it, it just put them all there. I want to see all of them. Then we had uh, Johnny Storm's sister that he definitely wants to fuck. Lightwave. You mean you mean Bobby Drake? Johnny Storm's not it. Oh fuck yeah, Bobby Drake. That's that's it. Goddamn Fantastic Four. Bobby Drake wants to fuck his sister, right? I I was getting that vibe. I mean, John, Bobby Drake's a gay character. Not back then, but only recently. Yeah. So maybe. Like this, this sister character was made up just for the show too. She's not real. He does not have a sister. They didn't use her in the comics later? Because she was such a great character. (laughs) They should have. She has like these vague light powers where it it works like light and electricity and uh, And also like makes her able to just like turn into gas and like Mm -hmm. sift through like planes somehow. Yeah, that was weird. She was a member of uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. or S.W.O.R.D. And then she got fired for doing shady shit. Wait, who's the mind control guy? Because she was getting mind controlled. Um, this guy, I, I forget who it is now. I don't even know if it was His revealed. His name is Buzz uh, Mason. Buzz Mason, who sounds like and dresses exactly like the Cobra Commander. Yeah. Which I was, <laughs> I really love that. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. But Great bad guy. Also a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. and he was controlling her mind even back then. So it turns out that like he was the one doing the shady shit, not her. Yeah, but she was under mind control. Wait, so was uh was this Buzz guy the one who was in the shadows controlling her mind at in the at first, or was that a second person? I assume it was him the whole time. Because oh, like at the very end, he's the one they fight. Yeah, that's true. I, I I guess I didn't get a satisfying thing out of that, but it seems very easy to. Mind control, though. It's like you just flash some lights and say their name a few times, and it's like, all right, do what I say. They're like, okay, cool. These were, these were simpler times back then. Yeah, they really were. I have no idea if Buzz Mason was like a recurring character or bad guy on this show or not. Like, the way Spider-Man says his name when they first, like, reveal it's him makes me think that he's at least appeared in a couple previous episodes. Because Spider-Man instantly knows him and recognizes him. Maybe he's just famous. Maybe. Why not Nick Fury? Because he's not a bad guy. Yeah, that's that's probably it. I like the shield helicarrier in the show. It just looks like fucking absolute shit. It's just a big balloon. Um, it looks much cooler in the movies. <laughs> no way. It was cooler in the show. <laughs> it looks like it Skylab 2021 up there. I like that uh, Stan Lee does the voiceovers for like coming back from commercial breaks and shit. Yeah, he's a narrator. That's uh so that's fun. And uh and yeah, so the the guard star that they're trying to save is a satellite, so they end up going to space, which was pretty cool. Bobby Drake almost died in space. You could tell he almost How So like yeah, Buzz Mason hits a button that just ejects Iceman out the uh the airlock, but he doesn't instantly like suffocate and die instead of just slowly evaporating. You have to wait for the ice How... to melt and then he'll suffocate and die. How does he not instantly suffocate, though? Well, the ice. He, can, he doesn't breathe ice. 
I, I don't know. It's it's weird. They're telling Lightwave like, turn yourself into light and get out there into space. You'll be fine. That she's just like, okay, and like turns it's like, I guess he could do that. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man just suggests this and she haven't never met him before today. It's like, all right, I'll listen to you. I'll do this. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then they save the satellite and stop the bad guy. Hey, you know, simple so, like, storytelling. When they first, when they're first in that base before they go into space, and before Buzz Mason is revealed to be the Cobra Commander, um, like, Iceman is pretending that he's under the mind control and his sister is still under mind control. Yeah, and his sister just starts attacking Iceman and uh, Firestar. How does Spider-Man's Spidey sense never once go off or like warn him that like shit's about to get? real like he never yeah. once gets that to kick in you're right we did not see any spider sense at all hm. and as that's happening firestorm has the greatest read i've ever heard she, or it's slightly after that when iceman like puts up the little shield to save him she goes he's faking it it's the <laughs> worst read ever yeah yeah the man like man people were really fucking stupid back then this this shit is garbage. I, I'm just glad that we saw the one where they go to space, because that's obviously the best one. I mean, you can... Well, I mean, the one before had the X-Men, though. Yeah, I wonder what that would be like. That'd be really weird to see, like, C-Lab versions of Wolverine and shit. Did you watch it? Not yet. I, I just I oh, just okay. watched this episode right before we started. I see. But when I was searching for the shows, but like, when you click on which one you want to watch, the one right before it... It's titled X-Men something. Oh, nice. Damn it. Should have checked. All right. Well, that's all the notes I have then. Do you have any other notes about this? It's not great. No. It's not the best Spider-Man cartoon by far. No, the one from the 90s is way better. Just watch that one. Although those ones don't feature Iceman nearly enough. Yeah, that's true. If you're a big Iceman fan, this is the cartoon for you. Really, it is. You know, and one thing that's weird about Iceman is I, I've always kind of thought this is weird how he like travels around where he just flies on that ice sheet, you know? I mean, I guess it would melt, but I feel like that would be inconvenient to uh, to have to do and have to deal with in the city. It's like, how, how do you slide on that like that? Well, I mean, he's, he's absolutely murdering like a thousand innocent bystanders yeah. every time he travels like five feet with that thing. Cause he's up like at sky, uh, skyline level yeah. of the city, and you know at some point in time it's gonna start coming down and like just smashing the skull of people. He's a menace. Yeah, Spider Man's a monster, or Iceman's yeah. a monster. Yeah, yeah. Why doesn't J. Jonah Jameson want pictures of Iceman? That seems like way more of a menace than Spider Man. Spider Man well, just Spider-Man leaves like Spider Man employed him, so he's the ringleader, I guess. Oh yeah. It all comes back to Spider-Man being bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. I always love any time in any cartoon with Iceman as a part of the team. And he's always like trying to get close to whatever the monster or bad guy is. Yeah. They always just simply like snap his little ice bridge <laughs> like in half right before he gets to the point where right in front of where he is currently. Mm-hmm. And then he just goes flying and crashes and he's wiped out. Like it's always the easiest guy to take out ever. Yep. I'm ready to move on. Are you? Okay. All right. So, uh, speaking of TV shows. Oi cunt. Yeah. Oi cunts and love sausages and all that. Let's play that drop. Watch. The boys. You cunt. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait. Delete that one. I love that one. Fuck Speak you. It, no, fuck you. Speaking of Iceman. Watch. The boys. You cunt. That was the simplest and most perfect transition we could have ever had. We both like totally fucked up and forgot about oh, it. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was like, Iceman. Lamplighter is the guy who plays Iceman in every single X-Men movie. That's right. Okay. Whoops. Yeah, but in this one he's doing fire, so it's like a totally different character. Like he, he he's unrecognizable unless you look it up. Unless you look at his face. Well, you know, it's a mask and the ice. It's very concealed. I enjoyed this episode a lot. This was another good episode. They only said cunt twice, but um, there's a lot of other stuff going on. They they went to like the uh, superhero um, development or the uh, compound Cove. V development 
whatever thing that looks like a jail or whatever. There's like a jailbreak there, and all these uh, all these super powered assholes were getting out wreaking havoc. It was it was really, a lot of good shit going on there. More about the story of uh, Homelander and uh, fuck, what's her name? Um, Stormfront, Stormfront doing their shit. So that that was good. Stormfront was giving Homelander a hand job, and then uh, while they were commandeering a uh, criminal, Homelander ends up crushing the dude's head during the hand job. That was pretty good. The best kind of hand job. Yeah. That's how you know it was a good one. Right. I also enjoyed that commercial with uh, the Lady Maeve Bravery uh, Pride yeah. granola bars or whatever they are. Yeah, that was awesome. I love that. Obviously, we had Love Sausage in there. That was uh, the highlight. I'm super bummed that he. it seems like he's only going to just be in this one episode and not like an actual member of the boys at some point in time and help them out. But it was awesome to at least see him. That was cool. Yeah, Love Sausage with his big, big dick. And the uh, the sending his dick out to... Like stretching out like uh, Mr. Fantastic with his dick. What, did, did he do that in the comics? I don't think he did, did he? No. But we finally get an answer to uh, Brody Lee's most pressing question for Stan Lee and Mallrats like 35 years later or whatever. What's that? Well, he asked him if uh, Reed Richards can ever stretch his dick. And if he can, why he doesn't do it to Sue Storm all the time just to make her happy. Stanley like kind of laughs off his question. Oh, because it's childish. Well, I assume he does. It's just between the panels, right? Yeah, Franklin Richards had to be born somehow. That's true. Big stretched out dick. I mean, I would just to, you know, you got to beef it up a lot and then really uh, spread stories around about how huge my stretched out dick is. Yeah, it would be nonsense if he didn't do that. Yeah, it would just be dumb. Yeah. But yeah, I liked I liked Lamplighter in this, um, just burning up people when they decide, like, oh, we can't use this soup anymore. He just burns them all up. It was pretty cool. Well, like, the guy that they have him kill in the very beginning, like, he just slightly talks back to Stormfront, and he's like, I'm not going to do anything until you let me at least speak to my family and letting them know I'm alive and then like that's what pisses off Stormfront she's just like yeah murder him yeah that's cool but I guess Lamplighter is gonna join their side by the end of this here so that should be cool yeah they revealed why or what happened when Frenchie was tailing him and how he ended up burning Mallory's uh, grandchildren instead of Mallory yeah it was because Frenchie had a best friend who was a part of his crew with that lady, and they she he OD'd. Right. And so Frenchie had to go and save his life. And then he just OD'd later anyway. Damn. I really like that they're implying that uh, Lamplighter is a pedophile. Like, that's the dirt they have on him. Some kind of sex tape of him and a minor. Oh, okay. And then they're making jokes to him, calling him something like a high school like marching band girl or... A baton girl or something like that. Oh, yeah. Right. Sticking it in more. And so, like, originally he was going to, like, they were trying to recruit him to have him, like, just tell details about what's going on with the Seven. But that's when he ended up going out and burning uh, Mallory's grandchildren. And as, like, safety, the Stormfront hides him in this oak, what is it, Stone Grove or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's psych ward thing where they're doing the experiments. But then at the very end of this, Frenchie begs Mallory to not kill him and keep him on the team. So it seems like he's going to at least be like spying for the boys now. Yeah. At the very beginning, like Frenchie drills a hole into Starlight's uh, neck and pulls out her tracking device. So she's like officially a member of the boys now, I guess. Yeah. Too many women in the boys, right? Yeah. Or we just call them the girls. Yeah, seriously. Two women in the boys. First the female, now this. I love the little side story with uh, Starlight and Butcher and uh, Huey. Yeah, that was fun. Butcher was showing a little bit of, uh, you know, caring for Huey and shit. So, yeah, he got that. Um, They're kind of joking around, too, getting warming up to uh, 
I want. I almost said Firestar. Uh, Starlight. She murdered a uh, father. Yeah, who was just trying to help him out in cold blood, and so that's kind of where they bonded over. Yeah, over murder. That was the person that Butcher called a daft cunt. I like that. Yep, that was cool. When was the other time it was used? Because that was the only time I clocked it. They said it another time. It may have been in the flashback. I'm not sure when the other time was, but the daft cunt was a big one. But it was definitely there two times. I, I listened very closely for the cunts. Yeah, like after everyone started escaping from the uh, psych ward. Yeah. This one guy is just walking outside when uh, Butcher and Starlight are having an argument, and they kind of freeze and pause, and they're trying to talk him down, like trying to convince him they're all okay. And he just kind of does a uh, a shockwave type of motion. Mm-hmm. And it like flips the truck like eight times and Huey gets like impaled by some kind of piece of metal. So they have to rush him to the ER. Yeah. Then uh Frenchie mother's milk and the female have to like fend for themselves in the uh during the I guess you'd call that prison riot, I guess, you know. There there's like the one hero too, or not hero, but soup, who uh just squeezes her hand and then telepathically just crushes people into dust. So that girl's power seems very similar to like how Rainer died, but I can't imagine that like she would have gone out and done anything for Stormfront if Stormfront is ordering her to be tortured like every day. So I'm curious if it was her that killed Rainer. Yeah, in I the wonder. First episode that would make sense. Like her head just kind of popped. Right. Yeah. I think you're onto something there. Because then at the end of the episode, it's just her kind of like hitching a ride and leaving so i'm assuming we'll see her again yeah there was another guy who actually what was the guy in the x-force movie for a second the bill Skarsgård, the pennywise character played him uh oh fuck i forget his name it starts with the knee but he's the guy who just always spits up the acid like vomit there's a version of that guy who that's actually one of the uh the like other i think he's a g-man character in the uh, comic I can't remember what his name is. It's like, oh, fuck, blanking. But yeah, we saw a version of him. He kind of spits acid on a lamplighter for a second, and then the, the female just caves his skull in, and he accidentally, like, spit, yeah. like, as she's doing it, so it just melts his fucking face off. That's a shitty power. Which was awesome. Yeah, that would suck. It's like, oh, we got a head explodey power and just this guy who throws up acid. That's fucking awful. But yeah, I really liked it, though. I think that's... Uh, the show's really picked up since the one episode where they didn't say cunt at all. And uh, it's it's remaining good. Man, I really wish they would just release the whole fucking thing at once so we can just get it over with. But it, it is still enjoyable. Yeah, and uh, we're forgetting at the very end here. Stormfront reveals the entire history yeah. to uh, Homelander about how she is not just like the original super, but she's also like the greatest weapon in the Nazi army history. And she was actually married to the vote professor or vote or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, the vote, yeah. And that that picture of the lady she said was her grandma was actually her daughter. Yep. So she just she doesn't age then, which is interesting. And yeah, she was still a Nazi, so that's good. That's all the notes I have. Do you have anything else about that? Lots well, of Golden Girls talk. That was oh cool. yeah, that's right. Oh fuck! Oh, wait, I have another note. The Fresca thing. The Deep gives. A train of Fresca, so he's like oh, yeah. recruiting A train, and I guess it's like Fresca based mind control or whatever. But they're having dinner with the leader of that Church of the Collective, and on the alabaster, right? And on the table, they just have like wine glasses full of Fresca. I, I really like that. Yeah. That's classy. I like that. <laughs> that was cool. All right, now that's all my notes. That was funny. So the deep is still in there being awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to see where they're going with the deep. I really don't know what he's about to do here, what he's up to. Oh, yeah. So, uh, well, we know what he's up to now. He f- he had a school of fish search for the black box on that plane that the Homelander destroyed and left everyone to die. Mm. And they couldn't find the black box, but someone did find a GoPro uh, cell phone camera or something where he recorded a like dying message to his wife and his children. And uh, it, it works. So Maeve now has that. She's going to try to use that to blackmail Homelander to leave her and her girlfriend alone. Yeah. But the girlfriend, while she was in the shower, found it and watched it. And now she's kind of terrified of what a monster yeah, Maeve is, Yeah, she's quite too. horrified. So 
Could be. We could be nearing the end of Maeve on this show, I think. Yeah, maybe. Because there's no way Homelander is going to go, that's going to go over well with him. Right. And you know who we have? We haven't seen uh, Homelander's son in a while, too. I'm wondering if that's going to come back at all. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would think he's still going to be like hanging out, trying to like force himself into his life at right. some point, trying to groom him. Yeah, he hasn't done that at all. But maybe he just really... got distracted by like banging Stormfront, and maybe that's the point. Uh, you know, as long as he has that's probably part of it. And now, and now that she's told Butcher that she's not leaving, like there isn't really any reason to be showing. Right, them. that's true too. But yeah, you would have thought it'd be more like Homelander trying to connect to his son. But yeah, you know. All right, that's all I got then. Yeah, I've got nothing else. All right, we'll keep watching. I'm excited to watch more of the boys. Let's let's get into what we're gonna do next week. Next week we're going to be kicking off. Let me just uh, line it's up. Draft October, yeah, baby. October, man. Let me find that drop. Um, cause I haven't used it in a while here. Where the fuck is it? Wow. Oh. No. I just sang it for you. Yeah. Should have made sure it was in here. I guess it's not. Um, since I changed why it didn't over. You, why do you never do your I know, prep I work for these yeah, episodes, what the fuck? man? Well, I'll, I'll put it in in post, so I'll, we'll, we'll put that in right here. Giraffe-tober! <laughs> yeah, Giraffe-tober. Fuck yeah. You know, this is the third annual Giraffe-tober. So I think everyone knows what it is. We're reading horror books. Are there any Halloween episodes of, like, shows we've already watched or something because i checked for like horror shows based on comic books and we've watched all of them so i'm not sure if there was anything like that i'm sure there's got to be some kind of like a halloween theme like teen titans or batman or something i didn't check at all for tv shows hold on oh okay yeah so there is an ultimate Spider-Man TV show. We haven't even watched that one, too. So, Ultimate Spider-Man. That's, Halloween that's Night one. at the Museum. That's the one with Nova, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage as his sidekicks. Oh, sweet. Maybe they'll pop up. So, let's do that one, then. That's that's perfect. That came out. Came up right away. All right. Ultimate Spider-Man. Halloween Night at the Museum for the TV show next week. Um, so, what do you want to read for next week? Ooh, ooh, wait, wait, wait. Wait a okay. second. Teen Titans Go! Halloween is coming. It looks like it's only a 14-minute episode, but all of their costumes are Thundercats characters. Oh, okay. So we can do that, and then Ultimate Spider-Man next week. Okay. All right, let's do that. So was it Teen Titans Go? Yeah, Halloween is coming is the episode title. All right, perfect. So what do you want to read? I'm excited to hear your pick. Okay, so... The very first one I saw and was like, oh, this would work. There was a uh, an Adams Family, a couple Adams Family books. Okay. But the one I'm going with, because of the political climate here in America, I'm going with Army of Darkness, Ash Saves Obama. <laughs> cool. Okay. That sounds ridiculous. All right. Awesome. That sounds great. I'm going with one called uh, Masters of Horror. Because the description is just about some Showtime show. And then it's like, and now IDW presents a year-long exploration of these chilling movies. And then it's like a four-issue comic book thing. So I want to know what that is. Sounds that could stupid. be cool. Yeah. All right, cool. This, yeah, this is going to be a great Giraffe-tober. Fuck yeah, man. I love Giraffe-tober. Yeah, everyone does. I know. So follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. At this do the god. Follow us at Giraffes HBT Pod. Go to patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues. Go to soundcloud.com slash DJ Von Meer for the music. So we'll see you guys next week when we kick off Giraffe Tober. Bye.
gotta load that. So disappointed in you. I know. What the fuck? Where is it? So I saw a picture online today. Apparently, the Denver Broncos sets uh, NFL teams can only allow like so many fans into the stadiums for their games now. They yeah. just filled the entire section, uh, one whole section, with cutouts of every single character from South Park. I saw it. I, I didn't awesome. see the Randy Marsh one. I wish they would have used the one from the Little League games where he's like already drunk, like trying to get into a fight in his whitey tighties. <laughs> I hope they do. That would be awesome. They better. Otherwise, what's the point? All right. Found the draft tober drop, but I don't think you could hear it. Nope. Well, it was great. I can imagine. Draft tober. Ha 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 ha.